Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. Come with me to Genesis 41 verse 51. I want to show you something there quickly. We're going to touch on different things. Just there, small, 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 small. Oh, yes. Genesis 41, 51. The Bible says, Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. God has made me forget. Then look at verse 52. And the name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. So that has always been God's pattern. God heals you before God makes you fruitful. When you see the fruit is not there, if you check, you will see the tree has some sicknesses. There are some things that are making the tree true. Even though the they willing, I know we are all willing. I mean, if you are not willing, you will not be here. We are willing. But you find out that sometimes the problem is you haven't healed. God hasn't healed you yet. Take it to NIV if you don't mind. The NIV on the That's right. And go to verse 41 first. It is because God has made me forget all my troubles. When your troubles are still, you are still very conscious of what has happened to you, of what you've been through. That has a capacity of affecting the fruit. God, before God brings fruitfulness, he will make you forget your troubles. It's as if nothing happened to you. Meanwhile, a lot has happened to you. The guy talking here is Joseph. Do you know what happened to this guy? A lot of things happened to him. So, the children, the naming of his two children were a reflection of what God was doing in him. Manasseh, God has made me forget. Me, God has made me forget. So I'm naming my son Manasseh to remind myself. God made me forget terrible things that happened to me. Well, if God doesn't make me forget these things, they're going to affect my fruit. My fruit, I, I will never be able to have fruit because I'm still very conscious of what happened to me. I'm still very conscious of this. I'm still very much aware of this. I'm still very, you know, what I mean by conscious is that I'm still affected. I'm still very much affected. By this, by this, by this, by this. And as a result, as a result, I can't be fruitful. Because the same heart cannot carry this, carry this, carry this, and carry this, and still produce fruit. It's not very possible. You know. You 
we see a very anointed man of God, but he cannot have a church of a hundred people. Because all the offenses of the member that left him are still in his heart. And because of that, God cannot bring people. Because as soon as God brings a person, the person will behave in a certain way and will remember what the other one and he will attack. And it's, it's never possible to go to a certain level. To go to a certain level, you need to heal up to a certain level. Healing is needed. A lot of healing. Emotional healing. Intellectual healing. We are trying to lead people, but in us, there's still a lot of stuff. So the greatest thing a leader can do is to let God work on him. That's your greatest thing. Don't try to go quickly to gather people. Let God work on you a lot. Allow God to work on you. Allow God to work on your anger. Allow God to work on your mind. It has an effect on the ministry. It has a powerful effect on the ministry. Hmm. Very powerful effect. I mean, you know, we had such a powerful presence of God here yesterday during the rehearsals. People were even delivered from evil spirits. Oh, yes. I mean, like, seriously, you were here. Yeah, there were manifestations. Serious manifestations. I'm, I'm saying serious manifestations. During rehearsals. Since two weeks ago, it's, it's becoming very difficult for me to have a service without a person manifesting. Like, very difficult. Like, since two weeks ago here where almost everybody was, demons were coming out of almost everybody here. It has become difficult. Even rehearsal, mere rehearsal, people are manifesting evil spirits. Because I have allowed God to deliver me. I didn't say I'm a pastor. He knows some of my problems. I've shared with him. I have allowed God to work on me. I've shared with the church that there are times where I'm praying in my room and I feel the power of God hit me. I start manifesting. I can see that something is coming out of me. I will be rolling. I will be sh- like I can feel something is coming out. Something was hidden inside. It's coming out. But you are too dignified. You are too dignified. That's why the guys are staying in. I could have said, no, I'm the pastor. I, I, I cannot have. You don't get See, Morning, I cast even spirits out of me. Evening before I go to bed, I cast even spirits out of me. Pastor of the greatest church in the world. Me, small boy, I don't have evil spirits. I don't have evil spirits. That's why we are stuck. Because we don't think something can be wrong with us. Me, I think from time to time, evil spirits enter me. I mean, it will be normal because I will be a prime target. So any way they can, they will try to enter. So I have to constantly cast them out. Constantly, I must constantly be casting out evil spirits. Creating a spiritual atmosphere that tackles them in me. So that 
I'm in a better state to do the work that I'm supposed to do. You don't know how the evil spirit that are operating with you will love for you to never know they are there so that they can use you to always mess up things everywhere. So it takes a lot of work to get them out and to keep them out because they always want to come back in. Constantly. When you are going through your Facebook, men enter. They just enter through your eyes. They enter. They enter back. And then you are no more the same person. And you are thinking you are, the same. you are not the same person. Something has changed. Something has just changed. Mm. Now, the deliverance we experienced here yesterday started with me. Because during the day, I was posting the things of your child on, on Facebook. Hey, I came across a certain picture there. It hit me here. Hit here. 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 Ah, you don't understand. <laughs> no, it was a serious picture. It was a serious one. It hit here. Pam, 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 pam. Satan just had a little opportunity. And that little opportunity, he maximized it. My God. After I finished posting myself, I pulled out. I was not the same person. I could say I'm not the same. Now I could feel I'm not the same person. Something is not okay. Something is not okay. I'm trying to get to my frequency, but the spirit that had entered was not resisting. You see, when spirits enter you, they go directly at the realm of your flesh. So they empower your flesh. They empower your flesh. So you start having this resistance towards spirituality. Immediately, like anything that is spiritual becomes heavier. And you start not feeling it too much. Rather, you want to eat. You want to sleep. You want to drink. You want to feel, you want to start, the flesh start gaining momentum. Then you know, evil spirits are, have entered. They have entered. So I could feel that thing was there. So I tried to use music too, because I, I was not in a place where I can pray. So I tried to use music. To, to deal with it. And I could see it's, the music is, because I use anointed music. There are certain people I listen to and I want anointing to come. So I listen to them and I could feel that the thing is, is being suppressed, but not enough. Like it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. I broke through during our prayer here, during the, because we had a prayer session. And I was surprised that as I broke through, everybody started breaking through. That is what surprised me. That is what surprised me. As I broke through in the spirit, meaning the spirit left me, some spirit also left my members. Hence the manifestations. And they didn't know. Meanwhile, I knew, hey, this thing I have managed to deal with. And it was a split of a second on Facebook. You see that when Satan is chasing you, you give him a small door. He maximizes everything he has. All his all his arsenal, he uses it in that particular door you have given him. He knows he cannot get you in many things. So that particular door you have opened, even if it's for a second, he will come with everything inside that one door. And you will come out of there saying, no, 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 it was just, it was not just. It was not just. Something has happened. Something has happened that you are, you are thinking nothing happened. You are deceived. You are deceived. You are deceived. You know something has happened because you lose access to revelation. The presence of God, the Holy Spirit's presence is made evident by flow of revelation. 
Meaning, thoughts are flowing. You know what to do. You know exactly who must do what. Once you are confused, you don't know what to do. You, it seems like, like you see people, but you don't know who must do what. what who, evil spirits have hijacked your mind. I think we should close the service. You guys are not interested in the things that I'm talking about. No, no, you're not interested in terms of, like, is I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. I'm telling you that the presence of the Holy Ghost is flow of revelation. Thoughts are flowing. You, you seem to know what to do every time. If you read the book, you have other ideas that things are just, the presence of revelation is a, a, an indication the Holy Ghost is present. And when things are hard, you are reading, you are not hearing anything. You are listening, you are not hearing anything. You are praying, but nothing is that, that your mind has been hijacked by evil spirits. And you can say, no, no, no there's nothing. Ah, there's nothing. Continue saying there's nothing. And the more they stay, the harder they make you. You get hardened. They are trying to make you harder. Harder to hear from God. Harder to receive anything. You become a natural man. Now, look at what is a natural man. A natural man can receive nothing from God. First Corinthians. Take your seat, please. A natural man does not receive the things of the spirit. So for Satan to break the frequency between you and the Holy Spirit, he has to make you natural, meaning carnal. Natural and carnal is the same thing. Look at this. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Holy Spirit. He can't receive them. Now, you see, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And now you, are, you have broken from the spiritual frequency. You are in the carnal frequency. So when you are in the carnal frequency, you cannot receive anything from the Holy Spirit. So Satan cannot take the Holy Ghost away from you. But he will lead you to actions that will make you carnal. And the moment you become carnal, you are disconnected from the Holy Spirit. And from that moment, from that moment, you are no more hearing God. You are no more hearing God. You are hearing the flesh. You start making judgment based on what you see and what you think will work. This and this and this and this. So you tap off power. And that's what makes things to not work because you will get the service all right, but there will be no power in the service. When we started praying to do the power of God, he she started running out, outside. Outside there. I think they arrested her. She was fighting like a lion. Yeah. When the power of God hit her, she, she just fell. They started, I think she, hmm? Listen. If you can hit the spiritual frequency, one of the things that start happening, that you start accessing Impact. Impact. That's what Satan is fighting. Satan is fighting you being in line. Because once you are in line, there's a flow of power. 
there's a flow of everything. You start getting serious results. Satan will not stop you from having the cell. But he will allow you, the cell will happen in the flesh. Where's the cell? It's heaven. Mercy. The, the, the thing will happen in the flesh. It takes a lot of spiritual investment to move from the flesh to the spirit. And when you are in the spirit, you see that maybe even what you plan, the way the Holy Ghost will touch it, you, know, you, you would have never come up with such a thing. I, you yourself, you know, I can never, I don't even know where this is coming from. When was the last time you had such a moment? Where, wow, this, even myself, I'm shocked. Like, <laughs> I didn't know this. When well, you are speaking and then another person starts speaking through you and you can say, wow, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm surprised. Yeah. A carnal man, a natural man, is disconnected. So, temptation is designed to make us natural people. Natural, you are a natural person. You are just normal. Satan's greatest fight against leaders is to make them normal. You are just normal. You are involved in every conversation. You are, you talk with everybody about anything. Your words don't matter. You can just say anything you want to say. You are normal. You are natural. And when you are natural, you are not a threat. You are not a threat. You are a threat when you are spiritual. You pick the conversation you want to involve yourself with. You don't want, you don't want to talk anything because it's going to, de- it's going to deflate me. Some conversations are invitations for deflation. It will be deflated. By the time you are finished, that's why for me, ever since I understood this, I mean, I still fall off there and there, but when I watch it, National Geographic. National Geographic. No, that's the safest thing for me at, like, of late. Like, anything else, if I try, by the time you wake up, Satan has hit. And a lot of you, he's been hitting you on TV proper. He hits, he hits, he hits. Even these South African soapies, they have gone wild. Very wild. They, they've got. All kinds, like the things of America, I think they have, I don't watch them, but I, I can see that the things they say, because you have to gain the market. Yeah. And you know, when you are watching something being done by white people, it affects you, but to some degree. But when you are watching it being done by your own people, do you get it? It goes deep. It goes deeper. So if you are watching German people, po, po, German porn, for example, you are watching German porn. They are speaking German and they are, they, are, they are having porn. It will affect you because you are watching something funny, but not the same if you are watching two Zulu man and a Zulu gay. They are <laughs> and they are speaking Zulu. <laughs> well, you see that that one will go deep in you, my friend. Because you are relating properly with what is happening. Yeah. 
And that's why when you, you see you, so Satan has inoculated African producers to also produce this type of content because when we are watching black people watching America, you see, it's there, but it's not proper. When you are watching Uzalu something, Uzalu something, and then the sexual scene is happening there. Ah, it's sitting properly because these people are speaking Tswana, they are speaking everything, and then they are doing this. No, I understand. I understand that. No, I understand properly what's happening. Mm. Before you know it, all the revelation gone. You are no more hearing God. I'm not saying you are masturbating. I'm saying you've lost revelation. Because you are looking at, but I'm not doing anything. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything. I'm asking, do you have revelation? Where is the spirit of revelation? How do you know today I must present the staff of Remo to these people? How do you know? Where do you access that information? It's revelation. You are given information as to what will work. Not what you think will work. What will work? That's what I'm talking about. But you can just plan, okay, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about that, I'm going to talk about it. And you will have a service. You will. You will. You will. Even Zangom, everybody has services. That's not a problem. But the problem is, are you in line? That's the problem. Now, to get that light is where the fight is happening. And that's where your heart is important. That's where your mind is important. That's where all these things are important. So God has to, that's why if you are not prayerful, Full of prayer. Chances of you hitting the spiritual frequency are close to zero. But you will still have a service and people will tell you they were blessed. Do you understand? But you will be surprised at what you could have achieved in a day. It would take 10 years to achieve it. Revelation. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard, I was in the spirit. I was in the spirit. Hmm? In Revelation 1. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard a voice behind me. You can't hear a voice when you are in the flesh. Oh, no, no, no. Look, you can't. A natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit. So for you to hear a voice behind you speaking, which is the voice of the Holy Spirit, you have to be where? In the spirit. It is when you are in the spirit that you can hear the voice. The voice will be there even screaming. You can't hear it. Because the frequency has been broken through certain manipulations that have affected your flesh. So your flesh has disconnected. Your, fle- your flesh has disconnected you from the spiritual frequency. Hence, a leader must pray. Prayer has a way of taming your flesh, subduing your flesh, so that you can access. Well, basically, that's why. We do 
That's why we take ourselves through spiritual exercise. Now, as a, a leader, that you see, when we say that it's a praying, a praying cell leader is effective, it's not that it's not really the prayer per se. Uh-huh. The prayer is important, but it is what the prayer achieves that the prayer subdues the flesh, and you can access one information that can change everything. As for meetings. The Pope has meetings. Muslims have meetings. Don't judge your success on meetings. Don't do that. Pharisees had meetings. Sadducees had meetings. So if you are saying, no, but we had a service and I preach. We are. Political parties have meetings and they have speeches. So what is the difference between yours and theirs? It's the spiritual element. It is the spiritual element that makes yours different. So when yours is equally just a meeting and there hasn't been any influence of the Holy Ghost in that thing, I'm telling you, it could have been better for people to just stay home. You've wasted your time and you've wasted your own time. I'm honest with you. Or what has achieved is very little. And you should be aware of that, that you haven't achieved much in the realm of the Spirit. You haven't achieved much. You can't be an effective leader. You are watching everything on TV. You are eating every day. You don't read. You don't study. How will you be effective? I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Anyone who can be in the spirit will hear. So, why do we enter the spirit? To hear, sir. It's just to hear. <laughs> because once you hear, you change everything here. It's to hear. It's to hear. It's to hear. So, anything that can assist me in entering the spirit, I do it. So you discover that prayer can help you enter the spirit. That's why you nap. That's what, that's what causes you to become prayerful. Because by praying, you can easily access the spirit world. And when you are in there, then you can hear. Now, I'm always very concerned about people who are saying they are praying, but they never hear anything. Call on to me, I will answer. Why, how come you never hear anything? Are you sure you are praying? I mean, what is that that you have, you say, no, we pray for three hours. Okay, what did God say? Oh, no, he didn't say anything. I was just praying. Something is wrong. Because even prayer can become a carnal thing. Even prayer can become carnal. Like you are just praying as a carnal man. Oh yeah. Otherwise, why will the disciples say to Jesus, teach us to pray? If any prayer is prayer. You can pray. I was teaching the guys on Friday. I hope you guys go to listen to this. Listen, one of the signs that you've prayed is that you get answers. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Get it. Even this one. He shall call upon me. I will answer him. Okay, Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call to me. The first sign that you are communicating. The first sign that you are not having a monologue. The first sign that what you are doing there is not a waste of your time. You are not wasting two hours there and then you are saying, I prayed. The first sign is that he answers. He answers. You start getting answers. 
Answers are a sign you are communicating. Answers are a sign somebody is hearing you. You can't just be praying and you are never concerned. Am I ahead? Am I ahead? Am I communicating? That should be important to me. The things I've been asking, are they happening? I will answer. The first sign you are praying appropriately, you are praying correctly, is that you are receiving answers. You are receiving answers. You are getting direction. And you must learn to pray to say to the Father, Father, lead me to the answer. Many times, God doesn't show me the answer. He leads me to the answer. I would just wake up one morning and all of a sudden I want to do something. I didn't plan to do it. I'm led. I'm just led. I would just take my app and then before I'm on a certain book and I don't even know why I'm just on it. And then before I know, I understand why I'm there. And the answer has been, I've been led to the answer. I've been, I remember one time I was coming from work late at night. As I, re- as I reached the gate of the house, I said, Lord, please show me what's going on. Show me what's going on. I want to know what's going on. I went and I slept. The next day I went to work, I was led to a book. When I started reading the book, it's like, this is what is going on. <laughs> so I was led to the answer. I had prayed and now the answer had come. So the first dimension of a dynamic prayer is answers. Answers. Second dimension, revelation. I will show you. 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 When things are being shown, you are communicating. Things are being shown to you. Next week, do your cell like this. That person, they mustn't come to your cell again. Don't visit that person anymore. Focus on this one. You are being shown. You can never do well if you are not being shown things. I promise you. You can never do well. Because God knows everybody's heart. The Bible says Jesus didn't need anybody to be told about it. He knew what was in man. Jesus knew what was in man. Jesus knew what was in man. Jesus knows what is in man. You can be with the wrong person for years and you are wasting energy, energy and strength. And you are not letting him show you. I, I, know, I know everybody here. This is my friend. This one, I know where they stay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about geographical location. I'm talking about spiritual location. Where is the person spiritual? I will show you. I will show you. Those are the investment in prayer. A real leader wants to hear something. He needs to be shown something. That's a real leader. That's a leader that will be very effective. So when this leader is doing something, he's doing it because he was shown. Yeah, he was shown. He was told, now it's time to start this. And that's the danger of just coping. Because even when you are shown what the person is doing, you might not be able to achieve all of it in the same day. So you now need to see God for him to show, okay, start with this one. Then this is how to go about getting it done. Then, then you move to this one. Yeah. Jesus had no need that anyone should testify of him for he knew what was in man. He knew what was in man. Jesus knows what is in your cell members. And he knows which cell member should be given greater attention. But you don't. So you'll just be there wasting yourself. 
And the simple exercise that I've been giving you guys to do, can you tell me who is the most fruitful person in your team at the moment? Do you know who is that person? Do you know who is that person? Okay, she did that exercise and she was right. The person she picked, when she told me this is the person, I told her, no, it's true. I've met myself, I have seen, she's the one. And that was the first, your daughter, that your, that your child was the first one to come to me today with the people she invited to church. She waited for me, I'm talking to her, she's just reaching there, and she came with tall boys. She herself, she's this short. And she had these tall guys. And then she says to me, Pastor, Saturday you said, we must bring to you all the people we've invited. These are my guys that I invited today. This one is so and so. I said, wow. It's clear. One goes, this is the person. That's where you put the energy and this. Stop wasting your life, my friend. Stop wasting your life. You can be there a thousand years. You never know where you should be. And Satan specializes in distracting you, misguiding you, hiding things from you, making sure you never know exactly where to go, misdirecting you. He's called the deceiver. What do you think deception is all about? Hiding things from you. Not making you know exactly what is going on. You know, even when I'm helping people, sometimes they think I don't, I know a lot of things. But I'm just gracious. Do you understand? I'm aware of some of the things you are doing, but I'm focusing on something greater than that. That's another level. I know what you don't know about you, yourself, sometimes. So you are the, hey, pastor doesn't know this thing. I know about it, but I know something else. And that is the one that I'm focusing more on. Did you get me? All right. Well, praise the Lord. So let's move into the spirit. Let's move into the spirit. Once you move into the spirit, you have secured the help of God. You have secured the help of God. God cannot sponsor your plan. He sponsors his plan. So when you tap into his plan, you don't have to ask for sponsorship. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. So if you join my plans, prosperity, you don't need to pray for prosperity. Just be in the plans. Okay, this is the way I have for you. There is prosperity, there is joy, there is peace, there is marriage, there is job. On this, this is the plan, this is the road. You can also say a plan is a road. So, if you walk in that plane faithfully, your job is just to make sure you are in the thing. If you are in it, on that journey, everything needed is inside. So Satan cannot remove one single thing from this journey. He has no capacity to do that. But you know what he does? He's directed to another path. That's what he can do. It can move you from where God has arranged everything to this one. Then you are here. Where is prosperity? Where is joy? Where is peace? There's nothing here. This is another person's thing. It's not your own. That's what led me to stop chasing marrying a white woman. I realized I wasn't another person's plan. That was not the will of God for my life. I was here. But God had there. 
So I'm busy moving here. Where, where, is, where is everything? I said, look, you'll be there for a thousand years. you waste your whole life. Descend to what I have planned for you. There are certain prayers I don't pray. Things are just there. They are just there. Locate his will. That's the big, the big job. That's the big job. Because the plans are already done. Everything is inside. But what is the problem? That you don't know what is the plan. So, let's be in the spirit. Then we'll hear the voice. <laughs> we'll hear the voice. And once you hear the voice, you, everything is there. It's just waiting for you. Then you start enjoying it. Yourself, God has a plan to prosper yourself. God has a plan. God has a future for that self. God has hope for that self. But the cell leader needs to locate God's plans. Locate God's plans. Stop operating in the flesh. Stop being carnal. You will never see God in carnality. He will never come to join you there. You'll be there alone. Hollowing like pigs in the mud. He will never come there. Locate his plan. There's glory in it. Everything is. Let you locate his plan. I have to be spiritual. I have to be spiritual. I have to be spiritual. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Some of you might preciously that Satan is working hard to make you carnal. At the moment, as even as I'm talking right now, he, he's, he has a plan, a carnality project for you. Give you a carnal mind. Make sure you are trying to be like this person. And the people you want to be like are not spiritual people. The people you are following are not spiritual. How can you be spiritual? You follow unspiritual people? Your, your role model is an unspiritual man? How can you be spiritual? And how can you affect people spiritually? Hmm? You are dodging prayer. It's my children that I'm having cell meetings. You don't come. I don't know what you are teaching people. I have no idea, honestly. I told the dancing stars yesterday, if you don't come to pray, I don't trust you. I don't trust a cell member, a dancing star, a singing star that doesn't attend prayer. And any shepherd that is trusting such people is dangerous. They are not spiritual. They are not spiritual. Because I don't know what these people are impacting. I don't know what they're impacting. It's a waste. We are just wallowing time and we are thinking but nothing is, you see, activity is not productivity. Do you know that? Activity is not necessarily productivity. You can be very active but you're not productive. So sometimes something has to be shut down because you are just wasting energy and everything. Nothing is working there. We are being deceived. We are being deceived. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. 
Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ, or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life. Oh,